And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Plans for Dummies. Whether you struggle to come up with clever rescue plans, or your plan involves people of lesser intelligence, Plans for Dummies is the book for you. Previously on What Is Not. Can you tell us what happened to you? I was minding my own business when one of those fans picked me up. Next thing I know, I'm in some sort of lab being injected with all sorts of crap. Oh yeah, I recognize this chip. This was something Cryptocore had been investigating as a means of mind control to make animals obedient for use as soldiers in wartime. Is there any more that we could do like through Discord to see about these symbols that we found? Because we're still trying to identify one of these companies. Well, which one of these sounds like someone who could help us? And do any of us know how to get a hold of any of these organizations? Hey, gorgeous. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's gonna go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Pelayan, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. When we last left off, Ambrose had just come awake out of his little stupor and said to Beth, Hey, gorgeous. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Cue the porno music. No. (laughs) This is not the Hellfire Club. (laughs) This is not the Hellfire Club. I'm guessing that means I need to. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hello. <laughs> but basically, like, he said hello, and I would say hello back. How are you feeling? Um, I can't decide if this is like a really good high or a really bad trip, but it's definitely somewhere in there. Uh, where have you been? Um, that's a really good question. Um, lots of guys in masks. Um, very sterile environment. It all started with a shady looking white van. Um, but beyond that, I can't really give you a good answer. Should we like explain to him what happened? 
probably. I mean... I'm guessing we should tell him. Maybe, because it's kind of like traumatic what's happened to him. Maybe he needs a moment to just rest and kind of recover before we lay that on him. He probably would ask, though, about like why he's tied up, I would assume. He's still coming out of it, so he's a little loopy. He's not quite aware of what's going on. At some point, he probably looks down and sees he's tied up and then looks up Beth and winks. <laughs> Why are you hitting on me? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Susan brings him over some water and offers it to him. Is he like bound up like the other guy? Yeah. She's like holding it like she's going to put it up to his lips if he wants it. All right. Yeah, he'll take a little bit of a drink. Is she feeding him water? Am I feeding him water? How are we doing this? I walked up to give him some water. Okay. Beth is jealous. <laughs> Leave my man alone. Wow. I've been feeling very overly protective of Ambrose right now. If you all haven't noticed, I'm like, leave him alone. Don't touch him. He's a cutie. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, he's cute. I've given you a picture of him, haven't I? Oh, have you? No. Uh, no. Did you? Maybe on the board? Pretty sure I have a picture of him. Let me look. Did you send a photo of him? I don't know, but I can. I'm pretty sure I have one. I thought you sent a photo of like his tattoos. That I did, but I think he's actually one I have. He's not in this folder, so that might be a no. Oh. No. I'm scrolling through our chat. I will look. Found the pictures of Dog the Bounty Hunter, though. <laughs> <laughs> one more, real quick. I've got one more place it could be. I like all the pictures of the red panda we've got in there. Mm-hmm. There's a whole movie out about people turning into red pandas. I- I'm suing. You should. Seriously. Oh, is that that uh, new... Pixar, Pixar, movie? Pixar mm-hmm. movie. Is that available on Disney Plus? Yep. Or is it still in theaters? Oh. No, and it was never released in the theater. Oh, it went straight to Disney Plus. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, it did. I think it did. We should watch it then. Please listen to Disney Forever podcast, part of the Geek to Geek Media Network. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing it. There's nothing in the chat. I don't see anything. Yeah. I got back to the Care Bear stare though. <laughs> I just got to that. <laughs> I know it's in one of these folders somewhere, so I will look when we're not online and I'll send a picture of Ambrose. He's a good looking dude. Okay. I mean, you said he was, so I'm just taking you at your word for it. Yeah. After I pulled a cup away from his lips, I tell him, I'm glad you're awake and feeling better. We've rescued you from a pretty bad situation, but we still feel like you might be at risk and. You could unintentionally harm us, and so we're going to keep you restrained from now, but we just want you to know that you're safe, and if you have any questions, you know, let us know. And I kind of walk away, leave him with Beth. He kind of nods like he understands and then kind of puts his head back and closes his eyes a little bit. He's not feeling great, but, you know, he's only just been electrocuted. I hope he doesn't be like, did you tase me? <laughs> and drug me. <laughs> he doesn't actually remember any sort of tasing or dragging. At least not by you. Okay, good. I also, as I'm back away, I'm, I'm checking my phone because I had texted earlier uh, my niece. I, I told her that Evan, Athena's son, needed to come home with her. And I was ch- I checked my phone and my brother-in-law texted me to let me know that the kids are home and that everyone's safe and He's a night janitor at Cryptocore. And so I 
I have never, ever gotten him involved in anything, tried to keep it as far removed from him. But I do text him a quick question and I ask him, anything unusual going on at CryptoCore tonight? You said that he texted you? Yeah, he texted me to let me know that the kids got to his house safely. So his daughter, my niece, Alex, and Athena's son, Evan, which they go to school together, they're best friends. And since Athena's been arrested, he needed somewhere to go. And so he's letting me know that they're safe and they're at home. And so I respond with that question. He's going to respond, can't talk, not safe. And I think he's just going to leave it at that. Okay. Because my guess would be that if they have any clue that he is related to you in any way, shape, or form, they are going to be looking into him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um. Okay, so I don't even respond. And then I asked everyone, I said, I think tomorrow, I don't know about you guys, but I want to get Athena out. You're going to break her out of prison? Well, it's not a real government prison. It's Cryptocore. Oh, that's right. And I feel like at this point, breaking people out of Cryptocore is our speciality. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I do think we need to pay a visit to Cryptocore. Yes. I think we need to do a bit of sleuthing, maybe free Athena. We're going to need new disguises. What are we going to call the van? We should go in with disguises and a plan. A plan this time. A plan? What do you mean this time? We had plans all the other time. We always have plans. I don't know where this ugly rumor got started, but we don't have plans. As the person who has edited this podcast, I can tell you that going into the hold the second time, there was no plan. No, there was no plan. There was no plan. <laughs> there was a plan. Our plan was to take the truck and go to the hole and get the people out. Bam, that was the plan. Zeke's plan at this point is to go into Cryptocore as a red panda. (laughs) So that nobody will suspect that it is him and he'll be able to sneak around. That's definitely not weird at all. (laughs) Not suspicious. Zeke is wanted at this point and considered what? But not the Red Panda. (laughs) This is true. The the Red Panda does not have a rap sheet yet. It's true. (laughs) So, okay, this is giving me an idea. Could we pretend that the Red Panda is a creature that we are bringing into Cryptocore and we can rename our van? (laughs) Animal control? control. (laughs) Creature transport. (laughs) You know, there's a couple... Actual Cryptocore vans where we rescued the cheerleader. Yeah. If we stole one of those. Well, you have one of those. We have one of those. Okay. Yeah, you have one of those. We've got a legit Cryptocore van. We could totally pretend to be Cryptocore people. We could. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, but I don't want to take the cryptids this time. If Vic wants to come, you're welcome. But Elvis, Ralph, I... Was this something we're doing at present moment at like 2 or 3 a.m.? Or are we waiting and doing this at daylight? Well, I'm hoping it's not 2 or 3. I'm hoping it's more like 10 or 11. Because I feel like we should do it at dawn, like at 4. I feel like we need some some rest. Yeah, taking in a creature sounds like normal business hours kind of activity. Yeah. Actually, it sounds like shady business hours, actually. (laughs) Maybe dawn business hours, like something that was captured at night. And we do have, you know, the cheerleader. I don't want to bring Daisy in. I want her to be safe as well. Maybe Elvis and and Ralph and Meryl and and the Bat Kid could all take care of them. Well, if we could get Ambrose or Kevin on our side, then 
maybe they could go in with Zeke as the Red Panda as a as his protective duty. Yeah, except we don't know what causes them to change. And then I just realized we can't leave the cryptids here with Daisy because they could turn to stone if something goes wrong. So what was our plan for turning her to making her safe have we figured out how to reverse what they've done to ambrose kevin and daisy no i don't think we have any idea no i think that's kind of part of what we're trying to figure out yeah if we can get into cryptocore's computer i don't know if we have to be physically there or not maybe we can hack in remotely but if we can get into their computer maybe we can find information on how they transformed ordinary humans into cryptids or partial cryptids. And from there, maybe we can find an antidote. Well, I mean, we know already that they had this secret program or this not-so-secret program to control animals with these chips, but they've obviously secretly extended this to applying it to these cryptids. So Mm -hmm. there's got to be some kind of records of that, either physical files or computer files. So I think when we go in, that's got to be job number one, is uncovering information about this apparently paused program that was not paused. That might give us uh, clues as to how this works. Yeah, that's a good idea. So we need an antidote. We need to rescue Athena at at the least. She's done so much for us. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, the upper driver is like, hey! (laughs) We'll rescue him too and Lou if we can. Hey, he knew the risks when he signed up to be an an upper driver. (laughs) I don't think getting kidnapped by a shady society was in that list. Well, it should be. It should be (laughs) the fine print. It really, yeah. But honestly, we rescue them. Everyone's still in jeopardy until we take them down. So we also still need to recruit help. What's our plan? So we're going to get Zeke in there as uh, a creature. But I don't know that Zeke, by his lonesome, can do all of these things as amazing as Zeke is. (laughs) Well, I'm imagining we're all going in, so... Well, what's the cover for the rest of the gang? Well, we're the ones bringing you in. Don't we have uh, CryptoCore security outfits? We're in them, right? Yeah, but don't they know our faces? Do we have face masks? That's what I was going to say, yeah. Are you having this conversation out in the open in front of Kevin and Ambrose? Yeah. No, we've gone into the soundproof booth. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. The recording studio at the desert home. No, we're having it in front of them. So I would feel like Ambrose would kind of pipe up at this point and say, uh, well, well, could could we be of some sort of, of help? Like, Yes, please. Could we get you guys in? He's kind of piecing together what you're talking about and what's been going on. And probably has asked a couple questions here or there to clarify. So he's going to suggest that, hey, you know, they don't know that we're not being controlled. At least I don't think they know. We're not being controlled right now. So, uh, you know, maybe that's something to think about. It's just an option. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I turned to Ambrose and I asked, that would be putting you at risk again. And is that a risk you're willing to take to help us? I ain't got anything better to do. (laughs) And then I turned to Kevin. I say, how about you? Kevin's been listening to this whole thing. He is not as generous of spirit as Ambrose is, but he is very angry. And he's still like every once in a while, you see kind of like flickers of like different cryptids kind of cross over his face. And he's like, whoever did this, like, I want, I want this undone. So I'm willing to stick with you guys as long as I can to get whatever this is gone. Okay. Well, that's definitely something that we want to resolve. Kevin is figuring out what happened to you and how to reverse it. 
So you'd be the first person that we could help. Yeah, he shrugs. He's like, I'm in. Groovy. Okay, so they could be the two in the front. We could be, I mean, I don't know how to disguise the rest of us in the back. And if we have this whole team of like eight or nine people going in, I think that looks a little more sus than if we just have three or four go in. Can Donovan disguise us or, or hide us in the van so it looks like it's only the red panda in a cage? Well, I might be able to make some number of us invisible. Also, I have an idea about, you know, the fact that we're wanted and everybody knows our faces and, and can recognize us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw a movie. It was a pretty good movie. And, and in it, this imaginary fake wizard... <laughs> now, he, he wasn't a real wizard like me, but he was casting a spell that caused the entire world to forget uh, this other fellow who wore a mask and was swinging around on web. <laughs> made the whole world forget who he was. <laughs> now, they dressed it up a lot for the movies, but I think something like that might be possible. Oh, okay. Wow. That just sounds like some big magic, Donovan. But it's, if that's definitely going to be big magic. <laughs> If there's anyone that can do it, it's you. I'm like totally admiring Donovan. Just blows me away. I seem to recall another movie which inspires me to think that maybe if Donovan could wave his finger or other wand-like device (laughs) and create an invisibility cloak over parts of the team, that could also perhaps work. That's another way to go. That's smaller magic. Much smaller magic. Probably easier. Much smaller magic. (laughs) Why is Donovan all about big magic? He's like, I'm going to do everything. Large magic only. (laughs) If you had magic, wouldn't you want to do the big one? I was just going to say that Donovan can do a big magic spell. Something that could take some time and be working in the background. But does it require his 100% concentration during that whole time? Or is it something that you could put in motion? No, I believe I would have to be focusing on the spell for a good deal of time. And the bigger the spell, the longer it takes. The bigger the spell, the longer it takes. And with the stone to flesh spell, you got that from the interweb. Like you have to find the formula for big magic. That's it. Like the very specific big magic. Yeah, I think invisibility might be a little more manageable. Yes, going back to what Zeke was saying, as a regular magic, I can enchant <laughs> a weapon. So I wonder if I could, instead of enchanting a weapon, if I could enchant some kind of a robe or a, a cape or something. You could maybe enchant our cryptocore uniforms. Oh, that's an idea. I was going to try to make a cloak of invisibility, enchant a cloak to make it invisible. Oh, that's much more stylish. I think that's better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble with being stylish, though, is that nobody will see it because it's invisible. So yeah. True. <laughs> but we know it and we'll feel good. Exactly. I feel like not everyone is going to know our faces. So the main thing is that we get in, they're going to open the van door, they're going to see what's in it, and they can't see us. We only want them to see the red panda. And then as soon as we're in, we can try to hide the best that we can. So the magic spell needs to get us in. And then I think we can figure it out from there. Ambrose puts up his mask and pulls down his goggles and then kind of makes a voila motion did we untie him did i miss that oh 
He does not do those things. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was just Kevin that was tied. Was Ambrose wasn't tied. No, Ambrose was also tied up. Oh, that's right. We did tie. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, that's right. Instead of that, he says, well, you know, can't really tell who we are when we've got a mask and goggles on. So that's always an option, too. Oh, so maybe we could dress as orderlies and wear the mask and goggles. And the orderlies are responsible for escorting the cryptids around. That makes perfect sense. That's right. And there were other orderlies at the other. Oh, no, they were in stone, so we couldn't take their outfits. Okay, so we're going to dress up as orderlies with goggles and a mask when we're in the back of the van. And Zeke's going to be our prisoner cryptid we're bringing into the building, right? Yes. Do there just happen to be extra goggles and masks in the van? I wouldn't say that there are, because I feel like the orderlies kind of come as they are. It's not like they're getting ready in the van. That's just kind of their permanent state at this point. So I would say probably not, but I mean, it's like there's nothing extraordinary about any of these materials, like their basic medical splash guard goggles. I think this is a job for Bruce to get an Amazon orderly outfit sent to us. He also wanted to order a book on how to get a plan made for a group. (laughs) (laughs) Plan making for dummies. Exactly. (laughs) Plans are hard. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. So it's about two in the morning. I'm hopping on a plane in about four hours. We're traveling out of town, and since we had to be up early to get to the airport, I just figured I'd pull an all-nighter, and then I'll just sleep on the plane. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Major apologies for getting this episode out so late. I think I found a new way to work my schedule that will hopefully get me back on track. But thank you so much for your patience. Anyway, I'm going to jump right to the meat and potatoes. If you're not on our Slack channel, you are missing out on some fun conversations. To join, all you need to do is go to geek2geekmedia.com and find the links under the Contact Us tab. We are also on all the social medias. You can find us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP or on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, or you can email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. Our players also have their own projects that they work on. You can listen to Todd on his podcasts, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop and Disney Forever. And you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be out of town until the 25th of September. So the next episode of Cautious Optimism will be coming out October 2nd. And then we'll be back on track with What Is Not on October 9th. Until then, let's see what plan the hunters decide on right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down... When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. 
Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. In all honesty, and I don't know that you want to do this because it's already been kind of suggested that it's probably being watched, but I'm guessing all of this stuff, Susan probably has at the vet office. Mm. Uh, okay. She might have scrubs or things of that nature. Yeah, scrubs, masks. Will they be watching the vet office to see if we come by? Probably. Yeah, they they might be. Ah, but we could just have like Ambrose run in. They're not looking for him. What about Mason? What's this bro been doing this whole time? What about Drew, my assistant? I think I could text her, get her to go. I mean, she might even still be there because she works so hard. It's like sometimes she even sleeps there. So if she's still there, I can get her to set everything aside for us. And she can like basically go home and... Take it with her. Can we trust her? Yes, also that. Drew, yes. Okay. We can trust you. I trust her with my life. Bruce, you can Mission Impossible in. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. All right, so are we contacting the assistant? Yeah, I text Drew and say, hey, Drew, where are you? She's going to reply with, where am I? More importantly, where are you? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Don't tell her where you are. Don't tell her where you are. They're watching our texts. I have been trying to hold down the fort. Where have you been? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Why are you on the news with a bunch of terrorists? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Lots of confused and angry emojis. I send her three heart emojis and I send. And then I tell her, I'm sorry, send. And then (laughs) I tell her, thank you for keeping everything going while I've been gone. And I can't tell you much because I don't want to get you into trouble, but I do need some help. And and then maybe you could erase this communication. So I'm asking if she's willing to help me. She's got the little typey dots are sitting there. And then they stop. And then they start up again. Then they stop. And then it's just WTF, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Roll manipulate someone. Oh, I don't want to get hurt. Yes, you do. Okay. (laughs) What's manipulate someone is a, it's a nine. I rolled a nine with my charm. All right. So I know that that means that you have to do something for them in return. Her biggest concern is that you are wanted and she doesn't believe that you are guilty, but She knows she is being followed by all sorts of cops and FBI agents have been asking her questions. And the only reason why they haven't pulled her in is because she is just an employee and they've already gone through all her stuff and see that you haven't communicated with her at all. Until now. (laughs) Yeah, just by talking to her, she's like, this could be really bad for me. So she needs some sort of explanation or proof that you are not this horrible person that everybody's saying you are. Like, you need to prove yourself to her somehow. I turn to the group. How do I prove to my assistant that I'm not the horrible person she thinks I am? Send her flowers. Chocolates. Does your assistant know anything about cryptids and all this? She does. 
Yeah, she's known about a lot of this. As I've learned, she learned initially by accident, but then she became interested. And as a matter of fact, she's been showing some interesting, you know, potential powers. And maybe if you explain that you are going against Cryptocore on behalf of the cryptids, and then the Cryptocore has framed you. And what about Bruce's TikTok or Twitter? Like, could she go there to kind of get an idea about what's been happening? I think most of the like very conspicuous stuff was instantly taken down. Um, there was the live stream of the boogeyman fight, but other than that, I don't know that there's much. I think anything we do has to be somewhat surreptitious because I mean, if we just reach out to her and say, no, we're good. Or I mean, they're obviously monitoring and that sort of thing. And if she already knows about the cryptids and everything, and she's still saying like, what the fuck, then that's not enough to make her feel better. You're right. And this is all in text. So maybe I should, oh, if I call her, it's probably being monitored. Like, how do we, I just text her and I say, you know me, I've been framed. I'm trying to save the world here. <laughs> Ambitious. she responds with need to give me more than that (laughs) um she says it's not that i trust you but you seem to be hanging out with a bunch of people that are doing some shady things hey (laughs) (laughs) would a visit from a red panda make her feel better no (laughs) i mean bruce knows drew i I'm at a loss. I'm sorry, guys. Bruce, do you have any thoughts? You you apparently know this woman. So anything that comes to mind for Bruce that he would do? I mean, I think the red panda idea would work. (laughs) (laughs) This is a vet's office we're talking about. Let's bring him a red panda. It's hard not to like a red panda. Yeah, I mean. Well, and actually, because he works for Cryptocore, I mean, in the fact that he's working with Susan, but he also works for Cryptocore, I think that might help to build a little bit of trust. Because he's going against his own company and his family's company. So if he goes in there and says, hey, I'm working with Susan to figure this all out, she would know who he is because Zeke is known in town. You know, People know him and know that he works for CryptoCore. So actually, yeah, that might be a way to build trust. And since the Red Panda is not on the radar of the authorities, if he visits her, then that might not go noticed, except for the fact that he's a Red Panda. So are we assuming that her phone is not being tapped? I would not assume that. I don't I'm assuming it's tapped. Yeah. If the FBI's following her around and everything, then I can't imagine they wouldn't be tapping the phone. Then we can't even get her to help us. So I mean, whatever we tell her to do, they would know. We'll have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously. Super secret society here. Uh-huh. I tell her where to find my dad's journal, which is the one thing that I hadn't shown her before. The whole reason we're trying to get in contact with Drew is so that Drew gives us help getting these uniforms, right? The orderly outfits and that sort of thing. So we don't really have to have her do anything to put herself at risk. We could do something as little as just leave the back door unlocked and go home, right? So why don't we just tell her, just ask her to do that, and then we could swing by ourselves and get the scrubs well that's the whole reason we were involving her is because we were going to have her move the stuff because we thought that the vet office was being watched but if we could get in and out without anyone noticing then 
We don't need Drew at all. Right. I have the keys, so. I feel like that's going to be very hard for us. <laughs> we don't know how to do anything sleuthy. Yeah, I tell her where the journal is. It's in Bruce's apartment. Yeah, but if we tell her that over something that's being monitored by the FBI, then they can access the... Oh, God, you're right. Yeah, that might not be our best choice. You're right. I don't know what else to do, though, so... Drew's sitting watching this little dot, dot, dot on your side now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's I erase okay. it, I erase it, and then I'm like... I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm Honestly, I can't think of anything. Just tell her to go home for the night. She's fine. Go home. Okay. That's true. What if we did something like that? What if we just say like, oh, I get it. You know, we understand it's really stressful for you. Why don't you go and get yourself a slice of pie or a coffee or something like that to make you feel better? And then Zeke could go there and like throw a pebble in the window and like coffee. I was about to say, I love the way he says coffee. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> coffee. So East Coast. I love it. It is true. It is true. And that way, Zeke could kind of get up there and build a little bit of trust with her, but not by going to the vet's office. He just goes to the local Marie Callender's or Baker Square or whatever. Cup of Joe's not open, (laughs) y'all. Obviously. Maybe this is our Denny's opportunity. Although if a red panda goes to Denny's at midnight, that might look a little sus as well. No, it wouldn't. It really wouldn't. (laughs) It really wouldn't. (laughs) I asked her, what would convince you? I don't know that she knows either. Like, I think she's stuck between... I think she knows Daisy and Mason. I could have Mason text her. I think this is just a lot of work to get a couple of outfits. There must yeah. be, like, a uniform, <laughs> I... a uniform supply store somewhere in Baghdad that we could just break into and grab a couple of scrubs. Can't we just ask Nick? Come on. She would text, they said you stole stuff from... A warehouse, what did you steal, question mark? People. <laughs> Dude, I don't know that we want to be sharing this over, because for all we know, somebody's sitting next to her with a gun. But they already know that we did this. So I, I just say I, I rescued a creature that was being held against its will. Yeah, that, that's good and true. And maybe a helicopter. And maybe a helicopter. Oh, uh, and escaped in a... In a helicopter. <laughs> a stolen helicopter. We liberated that helicopter. <laughs> yeah, we did. Heidi was kidnapped. She says, picture. Picture. Did we take a picture of the... Well, they're right in front of us. We could certainly take a picture of them now. Well, we didn't take a picture of the wolf. I mean, we didn't take a picture of the weird... Oh, that's right. The moose, cow wolf. The cow thing. But yeah, we got a lot. We got creatures all over the place. Take a picture of uh, Harry and the Hendersons. So I took a picture of of Ralph, Merrill, and Bad Kid, and I asked real quick if they mind if I take their picture. Does not sound like it's going to go well. Yeah, I feel like we're stepping into a trap. I feel this like foreboding, like yeah, <laughs> it's going to go great. I wish I could see Joe's face. <laughs> I could see it, and it's not giving me anything. Oh, there he is on Discord right there. Oh. It's very cute. He's got his poker face on. Okay. Or just Ralph. Ask Ralph, can I take your picture? Consent is important. He's like, sure. I take his picture, and I send it. This is Ralph. (laughs) It's it's like a little shock emoji, and then just another WTF, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) All I need you to do is throw several goggles and orderly outfits. I don't know. Do I have orderly outfits? Like the 
white coats or is that what they are white coats but i don't know that we want to be sharing that request over text because then we're revealing our plan if they're watching if they're you're right if it's being tapped but i don't know what tapping means because i'm not sophisticated enough so like can they see it immediately or means they can read all of the text yeah whatever we're saying they they can read if we're assuming that's the case then i don't see how she can help us i think we just need to get her to trust us to meet us somewhere and then we in person tell her what we need or something she's going to text Need to go home for the day. Do you need me to take care of anything here before I leave? Oh, I need you to throw out that order that we got recently from the medical uniform place. You could just tell her all the uniforms that were the wrong size, just throw them away or something. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. Or it's like contaminated. How about that? Mm, That's a good idea. Yeah. Like it's not sterile like it should be. Mm Mm-hmm. Ask her to throw out $100, too, so we can buy (laughs) (laughs) I ask her just, you know, she could just discard that order that we got because it was was contaminated somehow. So she could take, if she could do that on her way home, go home and be safe. She responds, we'll take old uniforms home to wash. Be well, period. And so that's what she sends. No, I don't take them home. Well, now we can get them from her. Dang it. <laughs> I thought we'd have to go dumpster diving, but okay. Okay. So we're going to go to her house because she's got the uniforms with her? and I think so. It might be easier okay. to break in there from the, the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Just break into her house. It'll be so much easier. Well, if she's your assistant, do we need to break into her house? We might just be able to ring the doorbell. They're probably watching her, too. I just mean if they're watching her, we could do it surreptitiously from the back. True. But getting into the vet's office would have been impossible. True. Still mission impossibling. It's still on, Bruce. It's still on. Ready to go. Okay, so we're going to get orderly goggles and whatever these uniforms are that I happen to have that look like Ambrose's and Kevin's and then we'll figure out the rest in the morning. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think we need to get a little shut eye before we do all of this. I think she'll be asleep if we're, you know, and I don't think it'll be hard to get in there without disturbing her. Okay. So you all are going to kind of chill. Yeah. Nap time. Yeah. All right. You know, everybody's kind of settling down for the night. What are you doing with Kevin and Ambrose? We are feeding them and making them as comfortable as possible and keeping them tied up. (laughs) I think Donovan conjures a silken bedding. (laughs) Sleep for the night. Sure. Everything is silk now. (laughs) Silk sheets, silk pillows. Can we all have silken bedding? (laughs) Are you getting that from the Hellfire Club? (laughs) I mean, maybe maybe when this is all over and the world is safe. Yeah, I was going to say, you start throwing like silken bed sheets around, and I think there's going to be some heavy judgment coming from Vic. (laughs) Amateurs. (laughs) oh my god (laughs) all right so everybody settles down mason and daisy are yeah definitely check in on mason and daisy they're okay for right now they are i think to be safe vic brought like one of those sleep masks Mm -hmm. and has one of those on top of daisy so that she's not like her eyes aren't gonna like suddenly pop open 
I guess you put, like, do you have any specific plans on where you put Kevin and Ambrose? We just ask him how they we can make them as comfortable as possible, and I apologize profusely about the being tied up. There's not much more that you can do than already what they're doing, so Kevin kind of tries to curl up and go to sleep. Ambrose is kind of leaned up against a wall, and uh, he's kind of trying to go to sleep, but he's not really worried about it so much. Maybe somebody should cuddle with him. Well, you know, Beth could lean up against the wall and give, give him a shoulder to, to lean on. I was waiting. I was waiting for someone to say something. I was waiting. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could help him out, Beth. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you could help him out. My goodness, people. <laughs> well, we have all this silk bedding now. Oh, my God. I mean, he's having trouble going to sleep. Yeah. Is there something you could do that could make him sleepy? Ambrose is at the very least a gentleman. Yeah, he is. He's tied up. Nothing can happen, <laughs> but he could use his shoulder. A lot can happen when you're tied up. All y'all, all y'all need to calm your shit, like, real hard. There are a couple of right. vans outside with space. No! <laughs> the offer was innocent. Shoulder to put your head on. Yeah, I was it. probably going to sit next to him by the wall, offer him a nice comfy shoulder to lay his head on, obviously. <laughs> all right, all right. So so that's, that's taken care of. Everybody goes about their um, business. And I would say that we will end today's session with the sun starting to peak over the horizon as everybody is either asleep, standing watch, or otherwise doing their own thing. With lo-fi porno music playing in the background? (laughs) Bruce keeps playing the music off of his cell phone, and Beth just keeps shooting him the dirtiest of looks. I'm about to ninja star him, like, real hard. (laughs) He would totally take that and hang on to it. I know he would. I know he would. Yeah, I'm here... For the snuggles, all right? Just leave the man alone. (laughs) (laughs) Next time on What Is Not. I've had to talk to people who say they're from CryptoCore. I've had to talk to people who said they're from the FBI. Your name and your picture are all over the news. What the hell? (laughs) I am so sorry. A gunshot goes through the front window feel like what we're going to do is not going to go well. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geekmediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 